It's been about a week or two since I arrived here on the island. It's no vacation, but then I wasn't expecting one. I came to this island for information, and it's finally coming in droves. I have already seen more than I would have cared to, but this is my last chance to make a name for myself. The strange and the macabre are becoming the daily norm, and I find I am getting harder to surprise. I hope that means it's going to get easier from here. Today, we have another case on hand. Another chance for me to find a few pieces to put together for a puzzle that is getting larger by the day. Jill's second-hand store is the subject matter of today's interest, and it too is seeped in mystery. A place that has apparently not been open in years, and has now opened its doors in a new location. A place that few can name, and fewer have ever entered. The opening of the store has been mentioned on the radio broadcast multiple times since I've been in town. I'm sure it's innocent enough, until you dig beyond the surface, like most things on the island. So, can you tell me again why you've never been to the second-hand store? Partly because I've never needed furniture, but more importantly, my father told me a long time ago never to go in there. I always thought it was a little strange, but never questioned it. It doesn't seem like he mentioned it in the flash drive either, so I wonder what he possibly could have been worried about. My guess is he was afraid of getting a deal too good to be true. (laughs) I guess so. Hey there, folks. I hope you enjoyed that last tune as much as I did. It's one of my personal favorites. I'm going to end up scratching this record into oblivion if I have to play it one more time. I'd like to reiterate that any donations of new records would be more than welcomed here at the station. I can only work with what I've got the classics and hits of the swinging 30s. In local news, as you folks have heard by now, Jill's secondhand store has been open for almost a week already. I've heard that the stranger and our own Joanne are headed there today, Jill's first potential customers of the season. How the hell does he always know where we're going? I wouldn't question it. I'm feeling a little anxious going in here blind. So far, your father's work has given us a pretty good idea about what we're getting ourselves into. I feel the same way, but I feel even worse knowing that the location of the store has changed since the last time it was open. How strange is that? Stores change locations all the time. Bigger lots, better real estate. Yes, but no matter what the building looks like, the store is always the same from the outside. Same size, shape, paint, color. I still don't see why that's considered weird. When you think about how things work around here, do you think Jill will mind us bringing your dog inside? Well, we are her first customers this year, so hopefully she'll be okay with it. Besides, I've heard that she's a pet lover. If you say so. Well, here we are. Alright, let's take a look around before we go inside. As you mentioned earlier, the building does look to be in great condition. Compared to the shambling buildings around it, it really sticks out. The pavement, the parking lot, it looks like it was poured yesterday. The building itself looks repainted. On the front side of the store, there's a large sign with the store name in bright letters. Even the paneled glass looks new, spotless and polished. From here, I can see a few pieces sitting in the window. It's about what I would expect from a second-hand store. It's just as I remember it. Shall we go in? Alright, I'm ready. Hello? Jill? She must be in the back. 
I'll see if there's a bell on the counter. At first glance, this place looks pretty normal. I mean, the floor is clean, the lighting is bright, the furniture is mismatched. The colors and styles, they, they just don't match at all. And that's what you get with second hand, though. Sorry for not coming faster. I was in the back. I thought I had more time before you would arrive today. Joanna, it's so good to see you. You've grown so much since the last time I saw you. You were always so lovely to look at. You might not remember this, but one year I set up shop right next to the school and every morning you would say hello as you walked by. You were always so polite. No, I'm sorry, I don't remember that. Don't fret about it, dear. Memory becomes such a fickle thing when you get older. And you must be our local stranger. Yes, I'm Ezekiel Washington. I hope you'd be alright with a short interview. It would help me with the piece I'm working on. Of course! Anything to generate some more business. But first, who is this? This is my dog, Bruno. Oh, I just love dogs. Especially ones with nice, soft fur. Do you mind if I pet him? Well, I don't, but he might. Well, I'm sure I can persuade him with a few treats. I'm positive I have a snack for him in here somewhere. But please, Mr. Washington, ask me whatever you like. I'm an open book. I must have something around here. How long have you been running this store? Oh, it couldn't be more than 10, 12 years now. Can I ask where you get all this furniture from? It looks like you have a decent stock of items. Oh, I received donations from the lovely citizens of our town. My customers are more than happy to add to my collection. If business is so good, why do you need to change locations so often? I find that the more areas I'm able to reach, the more diverse my collection becomes. Of course. I'm sure that also means your stock is easier to sell. Sell? Oh no, nothing in here is for sale. Nothing's for sale? Then how do you make money? Dear, I don't do this to make money. I do it to complete my collection. Hmm, I can't find anything for your dog here, but I know I have something in the back. Please excuse me. While I'm gone, feel free to look about my stock and let me know what you think. Well, I wish I could say that was the weirdest thing I've heard so far. She seems pretty tame. Maybe a little off her rocker, but nothing we can't handle. Why don't we look around, like she said? Alright, might as well. There's a few couches, love seats, tables, a vase or two. Like I said before, everything is mismatched, so I wonder what she meant by complete her collection? You know, I think I do remember her vaguely, but I can't quite remember why. I've never seen a lampshade look like this before. It looks like leather? Why would anyone have a leather lampshade? 
Well, I'm gonna pick a seat. None of these look very comfortable. Hey, Bruno, get over here. What's Bruno! The, what's the matter? Bruno's gone in the back. I need to go after him. I'll be right back. All right, I'll be here. This chair is terrible. I think this is the worst chair I've ever sat in in my entire life. It's so hard, and the fabric has no give. It's like it was spread way too thin. There's something pointy in the armrest. What is this? It feels like... Joanna? Ezekiel! Joanna! Oh my god. I've just entered the back of the store. It's... God, the smell is awful. This room is enormous. It's only dimly lit, but... I can't see a wall in any direction. This place is a maze of tables and shelves. Scattered on the tables is... It looks like... Chunks of flesh and hair and stretched skin. Strange, grotesque tools and piles of bones are among them. Blood is seeping off of the tables and flows on the floor and collects in puddles near multiple trains. I have to find her. Joanna! Joanna! Oh my god, are those meat hooks on the walls? I can't figure out where they are. This place is so big. I'll make you into a footstool. With the love seat that I'll be making out of little Joanna here in that Mr. Washington. What is wrong with you? Get away from my dog! Joanna, I found you. Has she hurt you? She's cornered Bruno! Let him go, you crazy bitch! Now, both of you wait your turn. I can see you're eager to donate to my collection, but it's first come, first serve. Little Joanna, don't you remember when I gave you a piece of my collection to take home with you? I told you one day you'd return the favor, and now you've come to donate. Don't tell me you lied to me all those years ago. Donations? What the fuck are you talking about? We came here for an interview. You remember, don't you? That's why you brought the stranger and your dog here. You've given me three pieces for the price of one. The doll? You gave me the doll. It was, it was made of rough material and stuffed with... Something hard. My dad took it away when I showed it to him and told me never to come back. But you did. You decided to come back and help me complete my collection. With your donations, I'll be so much closer to my goal. I didn't come here for that. We're leaving. All three of us. Now step away from my dog or I'll make you. Don't you want to be a part of something greater than yourself? My collection will live on forever. And you'll be one of the centerpieces. Listen, Jill. I need you to put that axe down. I don't know why my customers are always so resistant. But if you insist, I'll start with you two. <laughs> you ruined it! You ruined my skin! Now I'll never complete my collection!
We it. have to go you now. It. Come on. <laughs> I want to start out this recording by saying that everyone is okay. Joanna and I and her dog all made it out of the secondhand store and to the car. We had a very emotional ride home. Joanna blames herself for not knowing what was in the store, but we shouldn't have gone in there blind. We should have, I don't know. Everyone here is so secretive, they all know that that store is fucked up and no one says anything. How many strangers have gone in there and never come out? How many locals? Jesus, how many children, like Joanna, were lured in there because of the silence of this town? When we got back to the motel, we checked the flash drive again for any information regarding the store, and of course... Of course, we found information in the one file we didn't check. The file with Joanna's name in the title. In the file was a document with the name Doll. And Joanna's father had a picture of the doll with the following note under it. Doll was given to Joanna November 17th on her way home from school. Fabric appears to be... Appears to be made with aged flesh. The filling appears to be made from coarsely ground bone. Joanna was not the only child to receive a doll like this one. Multiple children from her school were reported missing after coming home with dolls or teddy bears made with similar materials a day or two before. I must prevent Joanna from further interaction with the store owner. <clears throat> Well, I think it is needless to say that I am in way over my head. Joanna agrees, and we have decided to leave the island immediately. I spoke to David, who agreed to contact the ferry captain on the mainland. The captain replied that the ferry can be in the harbor in two days' time. Now, however, it appears that we have one final piece of business to conclude. Upon arrival to our hotel room on the day of our run-in with Jill, we found a note pinned to the door of the room. In sprawling, scripted letters, it was headed from the desk of the mayor. Thanks for listening to the Gamora Podcast. The Gamora Podcast is written, voiced, and produced by R.L. Salvatore. If you like what you hear, leave a comment, subscribe to us on iTunes, and tell your friends about us. Look out for the next episode of the Gamora Podcast in two weeks. Join us again in our continuing search for rest, solitude, and meaning.